Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the High Frequency Females. I just want to say thank you again for listening to my little creative world. Now, my guest that I have today is Jess. Jess is an amazing friend of mine and this is one of the first podcasts that I've recorded with someone by myself. So it is all over the place, but you get a sense of what I'm about, who I am, and it's just a very playful conversation. Now, Jess is a a poet and HR professional, and her words are so inspiring and so strong, um, just how she finds inspiration. So if you pull anything from it, great, or just listen along to have a laugh. Uh, Thanks again. females I have the amazing Jess as my guest tonight and you know what she inspires me endlessly I've known this dynamic woman for 13 years and in this time my life has been so enriched by her positive light her supportive soul reaches the likes of many Jess is a HR professional for one of Australia's leading retail brands a profession which brings out her key areas of her purpose in life to help people and whether that's in a capacity to help with advising or simply supporting. Jess is also a talented poet and an inspiring writer, a poet that is so raw when she writes and she takes a sense of ownership with her true emotions. I know when I read her workings, it invokes an authentic emotion which is easily felt. This her work is just I can't explain it's beautiful pieces of art I know with all of my heart Jess has been put on this earth to inspire women and raise their vibration through her talents and even just being in her presence her strength in this lifetime is something which is admirable and it's something that I strive to emulate I'm so happy to have her on my life's journey and I'm just completely Just so happy to have her on with me today. So let's welcome Jess to the High Frequency Females. Welcome. I'm actually crying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me and welcoming to the team. I'm very excited to be here. So what got you on this journey of becoming this incredible poet? Okay, I'm done with the incredible poet (laughs) stuff, but thank you. Um... So I guess a bit of a backstory, Um, being quite young in quite a small town, I found it very hard to express myself through everyday things, everyday process and all of that general sort of living vibes that um, I felt like normal people, quote unquote normal people um, were able to do. Something that I felt very close to my heart was expressing through words. Um, Can't sing, can't dance. You, w- you wouldn't know it with this outrageous I personality. I saw her dance moves earlier just with the intro music. She can dance, she can shimmy. No, it's a no for me. I don't know why I was given this personality because I can't do anything with it. Yes, you can. Um, but yes, so through that I found dealing with life 
really came naturally through writing. Um, Always wrote since about 15, 16. And it wasn't until I was actually sent away for work to Darwin with Mm, the same company you worked for, um, where I really found my passion for it. And ever since then, I've just sort of articulated inspired myself through experiences and the people I meet and the things I do and that's essentially where it all started. Wow well I know well you know I fangirl you've seen my like (laughs) screenshots on my phone where I'm just like oh my god I love this. And you know when you write it like where and how do you tap into that emotion? I guess for me I just naturally feel on that level always I'm always feeling always thinking and always creating so something very simple could happen like my experience with you tonight this is something that I couldn't not write about yeah um I'm very driven by words by people by moments I could see a piece of carpet and be inspired by the fabric or the color or the texture so I find that I'm just constantly inspired by the world around me and I think because I let only light into my life that I'm constantly able to churn that back out through writing and through words. Yeah, Yeah. and I know you've experienced some dark times in your life Mm. and experiences like in, you know, when you do cope with that, do you ever use poetry as a way to, as a coping mechanism? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think sometimes too people find it hard to express themselves um, through, you know, verbalising how yes. they're feeling. Yeah. Um, I know for you and I growing up in that, I think we're just coming out of that generation where we there was a bit of a stigma around all of that. Yes. So for me, I found to process those feelings and emotions um, and those experiences, it was just easier to write it down. Yes. And not to ramble through long, extensive pages. That did, That's not what helped or what supported yeah. myself. It was these key blast things. Yes. You're going to be okay this doesn't feel good, tomorrow yeah. will be better. Yeah, Those key things that you yourself could walk away from a situation and just retain and just think over and over again instead of reciting, say, an entire book yeah. or an entire page of writing. It's these short blasts that people can yeah. stick to and hold on to. And sometimes people find it really hard to journal. So I know hard. I'm an on and off journaler. Mm-hmm. Like at the moment I'm in the process that I'm, you know, can journal quite yep. a bit, but it's almost like a rambling and, you know, you feel that pressure to be like, okay, well, today I did this and I Absolutely. felt this. And it's like, well, hang on, I just have to let my brain go. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the last two weeks of me just rambling with my thoughts is just – away like it might not make sense to other people but to me it does a hundred percent and I think the difference between journaling which you practice Mm -hmm. and myself I do um as we as we touched on I do a uh like a gratitude happiness journal so that's just a very again back to my point around short and sweet yeah um three things every night that I either either found enlightening through the day, something that brought me happiness, something that I was grateful for, and every day is so different. So, again, to your point, everyone is so different. So if it takes for you to write three pages of something that happened in one day and you're not really sure what it means or if it makes sense, you will find something within those lines that actually bring out the good in what you experience throughout the day. Whereas for me, I'm starting to, I think, journaling something where I want to go. Yeah. But I find for me, if being uh, pointed mm-hmm. really makes me think. It yeah. forces me to think yes. and it forces me to be grateful. Yeah. Some days it aren't great. Yeah. <laughs> some days it's shit house. Yeah. Um, some days I really struggle yeah. to find things. Mm-hmm. 
So being very pointed in what I recap on in the day is something that I find is making my concept of grateful and gratitude and all of that very prominent in what I choose to do moving forward. I feel that, you know, we put such pressure on ourselves to do all these things, but you have to find the one that works for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're all so different. We all experience different. Mm -hmm. You could have a situation happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. For example, we were touching base on animals passing away. Yeah. And, you know, your animal could pass away. I might experience that trauma Mm -hmm. different to what you do, different to what someone else does. Mm -hmm. We're all just so different. And I think it's hard when we focus too much on what the solution or outcome should be and not just embrace who we are as ourselves and do what feels right for us. Definitely. Because, like, you know, with – like, for me, if Mia passed away, my dog is – you know, a little Tenterfield Terrier. No. I've had her for 13 years. Like, I would not cope being someone that's in her mid-30s, yeah. doesn't have children, yeah. and she is my child. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of people can't understand yep. where that love comes from because I tell my partner all the time I love Mia more than him. Absolutely. <laughs> my dog was number one. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So, again, to your point, it's just so important to respect and appreciate individuality definitely and, the, and and making sure you surround yourselves with people that do show you other sides mm-hmm. but something I also think is very important is you should surround yourselves with like-minded people and on your same energy and your frequency definitely. and your ride exactly but also there comes a point where you might need to be exposed to something else as well in order to grow definitely I was listening to a podcast yesterday and I, I can't even remember. And I might, I'll give a credit wherever it's due as yeah. soon as I remember when I leave here. But it was like, you know, you grow out of heartache and pain. Absolutely. Like you can't evolve and grow if you're in your comfortable space consistently. So, 100%. So you have to be thankful for the pain and the growth that you, you know, live your life through. I yeah. think we've all had pain, you know, but it, pain for one person again is different for another it's different right you know and um you know you can have a friend that's going through something that's so trivial and just like whatever but if nothing has ever bad happened to their life that is such a perfect example and and true to completely true to that and this will touch this will touch on both of my points is so for example the hardest thing in my life is relationship issues at the moment Mm. my best friend is going through the most traumatic experience of her Mm -hmm. life at the moment she's lost her dad she's losing her mum it's horrible so when I go to her about my things yeah I am very aware that they are different yeah but she's the first person to pull me up and say but this is the biggest thing happening in your life yeah and it's very important yeah exactly and I am just consistently blown away. You're the same person. Yeah. You you surround yourself with these people who are going through the most traumatic things that they've ever had to go through in their life and your your 1% thing is so important to them. Exactly. Because it's the biggest thing in your life. Exactly. And it comes back to surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Exactly. And people who are always going to bring up that level yeah. and energy and frequency that – exists in both of you yeah 
Exactly. And your friendship circles, Because, right? like, you can be around someone that's supportive but then you've got that whole toxic positivity as well where, you know, it's going to be okay, it's going to be good but it's yep. like, well, hang on, can you just let me yep. explain how I'm feeling? I don't need these quotes yeah. and it's going to yeah. be okay and comparisons of your life, I just need you to listen. Just listen. It's so... Just give me a minute. Uh, you know, the world is such a fast place that, you know, you just need to just hang on. What does this person need from me? And what can I give to them? A hundred percent. And do you ever just stop to think like how old we are right now? I know. I'm 30 fucking five. Like when did you turn 35? When did I turn 33? I don't know. And when you think about, I was thinking about this the other day when I got here. Aeroplanes, I hate the aeroplane. It gives me time to think. Just a bit of context. (laughs) Jess lives in Melbourne and she's flown home back to Cairns for two weeks or something. Working from home. I'm like, you've got to come on the podcast. I've got to talk to you. Come hang. Let's have a chat. We're on the winos. I can't even remember what I was going to say. (laughs) I can't either. Oh, shit. We're old. We're old. You're 33. We're old. Okay. And I was, I had time to think because if the plane's going to go down, like obviously this is what I'm going to think about. So I was like, okay, I'm 33. But like we're only 33 and 35. Mm -hmm. Like there is so much more to go. I know. If you had told 23-year-old me in 10 years, this is what I would be doing in all aspects of my life, I would have been like, but what do you mean? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, because everyone has an expectation. You're going to be with the love oh, of your life. You're going to have the expectation. Life. I hate expectations. I hate it. Hate and, it. And I think something you and I were talking about before is, and this is not meant in a negative way, but when you grow up in a smaller city or a smaller town, that's all you're exposed to. Yes, exactly. And it works. Like it works. Like you, yeah. you wake up, you go to school, you graduate, you either study or you go into work and or you study and then you go into work mm-hmm. then you meet someone you fall in love buy a house have children yes it's not until you step away that you actually go mm, i don't know i don't know if that's the way yeah. it's supposed to be exactly and i remember just going through that routine day in and day out and i was content i was yeah. very content lived with my family lived in the most like such a beautiful city town like beautiful but something just never felt right exactly it's It's just something yeah can can you explain it it's like you are living this life that you don't feel like is yours but you're just living through the 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 motions like my body's here yes and I'm active and I'm I interact and I socialize and I work and whatever but I'm not here I'm not present and it's not until you recognize that feeling and step away that you are just exposed. Mm -hmm. And I was so worried because it wasn't until I was 30 that I moved. So I had spent 30 years Mm -hmm. um, in a small town and it wasn't until I stepped away that I started feeling guilt, living guilt. And I don't know if anyone else knows what that that feeling is, but it's like, I feel like, oh my God, I've had 30 years and I'm so happy and happy now. And this is the life I'm supposed to be living. And I've wasted all this time, but But thinking about wasting all the time is wasting all your time. Exactly. Like you need to find that balance of going, I need to be proud that I've recognised where the change has happened and now I'm on the right journey and I'm only 33 or at the time 30. Exactly. Because I'm only 35. You're only 35. I say that I'm old, but my 
granny lived till she was 100. She got a letter from the Queen. She lived her best Hot. life. She was born in England, moved to Australia. Queen, like, literally. Like, incredible yeah. human being. And then, like, my grandparents, like, my nana's, like, 75 my That's like okay. 40 years I away, know, right? I know. So, like, my mum is 55. My nana's 75. My nana is, like, a champion fucking bowler. Of course no, she I is. Should, she does bowls. Hang on. She'll correct Hold me on. on. It's, it's like, and you can't say they're balls either because they're, what are they? they're bowls. Oh, what do you mean? Lawn bowls. Like a bowl they eat cereal out yeah, of. Yeah, but they're, like, bowls. But is it spelt like a bowl you eat cereal out of? I don't know. I'll have to Google that. Shit. I'm really I interested. Know. I don't know. They're lawn bowls. They're, they're different. Like, I, I know what they are, but I thought they were balls. No, you can't say they're balls because oh, they're yeah. But what Besides the point. Yeah. But she's like living in this beautiful beach yeah. town and like she's got so much life ahead of her yeah and like my mum the same she's 55 mum's stunning and by the way she, yeah shout out to Cheryl <laughs> living her best life yeah but, um and you know she's working out she lives in a city like in Brisbane yep. and you know she's got so much life to give as well so yep. I'm just like hang on this isn't a bad place exactly to be at all and I love that you acknowledge it in that way yes and not ponder on the past exactly and not be complacent about the future. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Like yeah. I, I, I made the comment around, you know, I'm only 33 and yeah. you were saying it's your nan e- and stuff. But it's easy to say that, oh, I'm so old, I'm 35 and really full and you've got to like hang yeah. on because as soon as I said that, I'm like, no, nah, hang on a second. Yeah, I'm 35 yeah. and I'm proud of being 35. Absolutely. Look at the journey you've been on. You're out of control. Living my best life. It's just amazing. <laughs> but the thing is too that we're not – we're not sitting here knowing that tomorrow is going to come. Yes. So that's finding a balance too. Mm-hmm. You can't dwell on what has well, or has not happened. It's interesting because you can be depressed about the past and what's mm. the past, but mm-hmm. then you're anxious about the future where Absolutely. you have to find the happiness in now because you can't be worried about the happiness in the future. Otherwise, you're going to continuously try and find a happiness that's can never be reached. And I just think, I actually heard someone quite close to me say recently that I just want to be happy. Mm. And that's when I turned around and spoke to, you know, the journal, um, filtering your life, like doing a complete life detox and all of Mm. that. Because if you're constantly seeking something, for example, the happiness aspect, what happens if you, quote unquote, don't find that? Exactly. Can't you attempt to... Not can't you, but we should all try to find happiness in yes. everything that we do because you just don't know. Exactly. That happiness you're seeking might never come because, I mean, morbid as it is, and Melbourne, you might get hit by a train tomorrow. Exactly, like. exactly. You and know the what thing I mean? is, is that you're always going to be chasing that happiness if always. happiness is tomorrow. Yep. You know, happiness in the future is it anxious. Like you'll always be chasing that if you cannot find happiness in today. Absolutely. But in saying that, like, you know, if you are having a shit day, that's okay. But find the happiness in that I have an amazing family. And if you don't have an amazing yep. family, be gracious that you have a roof over your head. Yep. And it's having gratitude of what you have. Yep. And I think that's where the pointed <laughs> acknowledgement of gratitude comes from. So 100% agree. Not every day is a good day. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, everything's great. Every day is so positive, living my yeah. best life because it's just not the case. And again, that is toxic positivity. Toxic positivity. Two or three weeks ago on a Sunday, all day, I don't know what triggered it. I was just upset all day. Mm-hmm. And 
I just thought it was important to acknowledge that. Yes. And let myself be upset. And you have to feel those feels. You have to allow yourself because you will never grow and you will still be stuck because you'll never learn from anything. It becomes a vicious vicious cycle, an uncertain loop that just never stops because you're never stopping to acknowledge it. But at the end of the day, I still found three things to be grateful for. So in, in, in that example, you know, being quite, quite upset, I think something that day I was grateful for was like the ability to have fresh drinking water on tap. Yeah. Like that's something that we don't think twice of yeah. in Australia. So do you think, like I know for me, if I minimise and just yep. so what your basic necessities of what you're grateful yes. for makes a huge impact. A huge impact. I, one night, the ability for me to go into a bed, mm-hmm. like what do you mean? Yeah. Like, and then when you actually sit there and you go, you've ha- say you've had a, a shitty day and then one of my things is, you know, I can sleep in a bed. And then in, in Melbourne, I'm exposed to quite a lot of homelessness and, yeah. and it's I wasn't exposed to that here. It was a culture shock to me and it was devastating. It took me mm. so long to not feel guilty yeah. having a roof over my head. Yeah. So long. And, and it's the same when I was... Like, in, I said thinking about well, it. Even when I was in Hawaii, oh. like, you know, I'm on this beautiful holiday, but we stumbled across this street where people are like... As much as you want to be, don't want anyone to be homeless. At least it was warm, but they were intense and they yep. didn't have food. And it's and you just want to give, and you don't have enough to give to one person. And, then and how much do you like, give? Yeah. And at like at what point does it just absolutely break you, and then you can't stop thinking about it? Yeah. So that's where again coming back to your own gratitude. I am so grateful that I have a bed and I'm warm. And if yep. I got warm, I could put the aircon on and I would be cool again. Yes. It's those. Simple, basic life necessities, you said that sometimes. You don't need to look for gratitude in big things. You don't need to say, I made an amazing sale at work or my partner proposed to me or whatever. It can just be something as simple as I've got a pillow to sleep on. Definitely. I've got a roof over my head. And you got to appreciate everything that we have because we're so grateful. So grateful. I even speak to like Western medicine sometimes. When I've had a week, like, and it's been a week and I need to sleep. Yeah. I actually have medicine available to help me sleep. Oh, definitely. How grateful am I that I can have yeah. that and catch up on my sleep? Exactly. You know, when people can't even sleep because they're terrified of being robbed. Oh. Like, you know, we have people in the world that are homeless that are being robbed for their, their sleeping bags when it's like in freezing. Oh, my God. That just breaks my heart. Like, and, you know, and I think we just sometimes like when we're feeling terrible is just break it down to what you feel. You know, you don't have to feel guilty for what's happening in the world. No. And there's something that I feel like and it's psychic. An amazing psychic said to me is I can't own the world's problems. because I'm an empath I I pick up everything positive negative but I can actually put energy back out into the world which like not every empath can do so I had to learn how to not own those world's problems it's hard and that would have been so hard for you hard so hard because I watch something like a dog on tv that's injured I'm I'm like walling I passed out on a tram when I moved to Melbourne because I saw a dog and I thought it didn't have a home. And I passed out 
Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I completely get that. But your level of it is so... I can just imagine the weight of that, carrying that around. I feel guilty for something I did when I was 21 <laughs> at a surf store who I thought was stealing uh, because they were putting their wallet down in their shirt. But I never had noticed a person you savage, ever. didn't you? And I was like, can you put that back? And he's like, this is my wallet. I still feel guilty. I was 21. I'm 35. The guilt... Go let that go. I, have, I know that that pain in my heart I have from that. Oh. So I doubt that this man will be listening. But but could you imagine? I have to push that energy <laughs> back. I'm sorry. It was horrible. Very horrible. Horrible. Yeah. But oh. but again, it's like you were saying. You are acknowledging mm-hmm. that that's who you are, and that's yeah. something you want to work on for your yeah. growth as well. Definitely. And you can be grateful in so many ways. There was one night in Melbourne, we had just moved there and we went out to like a, a Korean, like a Korean barbecue place. And yeah. obviously don't, we weren't exposed to what that serving size was or anything like that. So we just went off, yeah. bought all this food, overindulged, disgusting. There was all this food left and the lady came over and was like, or the waitress, sorry. And she was like, are you done? And I was like, well, we are, but what's like, what are you going to do with this? And I've never really asked, like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know they probably just throw it out, but what are you doing with this? So she's like, well, we can't, obviously can't keep it. And I was like, can you, are you able to put it in boxes or bag? Like when I tell you there was leftover, like there was leftover food. Yeah. And then I spent the night driving around with Matt and we delivered it to homeless people. Oh, that's beautiful. Because we just felt like that was something that we could do but it wasn't even a thought like we're doing something good for someone it was just a natural reaction yeah and when you start bringing gratitude into your life or appreciation yeah like I wasn't journaling then so to me like that would have been something you know like I'm really proud that that was my first thought yeah it wasn't to be like yeah we're done and you know what like and it's not like yourself promoting you didn't put that on your Instagram you didn't put that on anything absolutely and that's like a different thing from like you know I'm helping the homeless I'm doing stuff <laughs> picture of me with my chicken chicken me and Sam and I think you know I think people feel yeah. guilty when they're trying to do good things yep. because they feel like they're doing it for self promotion or anything yep. but you know you've got a lot to learn from that. Like even though you're doing that exchange and helping someone, but you're gaining gratitude for the things you have and it's hard. And even if you say, say for example, you record it, you take a photo, as long as your intentions are good in terms of what you're promoting, then there's no problem with that. Definitely. And, you know, if someone does have a problem Mm. with that, then, you know, that's on them. That's their 100%. energy. Send that energy back, girlfriend. Yeah. Just send it all back. Take that energy with you, babe. Yeah. And that's what, it's like, energy is such a weird <sighs> thing. And to live at a high frequency, and I pull myself up all the time, and I've got to think, no. Do you have an example? Oh, all the time. Like, it's just a thought that'll pop into yep. my head. I'm like, hang on, no, that thought doesn't serve me. Send it back. Perfect. Send it back. Perfect. But, it, you know, and it is – you can't be at a high vibration all the time. That's unrealistic. Oh, no. True. And even though I want everyone to live that, I know that the expectation that you sometimes put on yourself is a little bit hard and you have to be forgiving of yourself. That is such a key thing. Yeah. Being forgiving of yourself. Yes. Oh, that to me – if you can forgive yourself for things that you've done or th- even thoughts that you've had, yeah. 
wrongs you've done, mistakes you've made, if you can forgive yourself and move forward, yes, it's just a feeling of emb- always acknowledge, always yeah. acknowledge the bad or you know, be, be aware of what the problem was and where you went wrong. Yeah. But at some point, you've got to let it go. Oh, definitely. Because how long do we have? Exactly. Exactly. Let's spend another – like you with the surf boy yeah. and the wallet. I know. I know. Honey. I know. <laughs> like it's but, okay. And when I tap into that energy, yep. I know he's in a good place, whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's something that I need to forgive in myself. Yep. But I think the reason I haven't forgotten about that, it humbles me yep. and reminds me that, you know – there's good people in this world and to hang on, don't judge straight away, yep. step back and think. Yep. And I think that was a huge learning for me and yep. that's why it's – Stuck with you. It is. It's in my heart. I can feel it. <laughs> because you probably don't remember big significant things. Like like that's something that has stuck with you. Definitely. For years. Definitely. And, you know, we all fuck up in life. We do oh, fucking dumb shit. Dumb shit. And, you know, it's some of these things can affect you for a long time financially. Like you mm-hmm. could fucking spend a heap of money on the pokies. Not that yep. I've ever done that. <laughs> but it's an example. But you have you to live the with the pub with your pokies. <laughs> shit. That's one thing I am good at. I've won pokies. a few times at the pokies. No, you, only a you few can't. times. I'm sorry. Did but you just say that something? I think I'm good at. But baby, you can't be good at poking. The thing is, is that I know when to walk away. Do you know why I'm good at poking? <laughs> because you know when to walk away. Exactly. Because okay. like I'll put like two dollars in. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll lose my High two roller. bucks. Yeah. And but if I put like five bucks in, that's and you lose that. That's it. That's it. Done. I I've set my limit. I've put my five bucks. <laughs> Pokies. But, and it's something that my granddad, I went to the pub with my family. It was like my auntie's yep. birthday. I think it might have been her like 30th birthday. And I think we, we we were even that age where up until we were like eight or nine, we could actually go, go in the, the pokies. Yeah, exactly. And mum and dad used to let me put $1 yes. in the pokies as kids. But I, hang on, let me say this. My auntie is a, Sorry. Bit, a, a little bit younger than my mum. And um, so that's why I was there. I think it might have been like a 35th or 30th yeah. birthday or something. And um, we'd gone down, yeah, to Brisbane. And, yeah, we went to the pokies. And I put like this minimal amount of money. And I won like 80 bucks or something. Win. I thought I was just a legendary. I'm like, fuck yeah, I've won 80 bucks. You've won the pokies, yeah, you're rich. whatever. And I walked away. And my granddad said to my nana, I bet she comes back. And he was so proud of me and so was my nana. That he I, didn't go I, back. I'm sitting at the at the uh, pool table You're with up. my mum. With your $80. Yeah. Like, my like, shout. Yes. <laughs> Palmies on me. Yeah, I was so happy. So it's it's something. But that's, you know, a habit that I'm yep. not. That I'm like, once I lose it, I think money is very oh. valuable and I don't like wasting no. money. Unless it's on clothes and shoes and makeup. <laughs> and your boobs but in saying that it's it's something that i think makeup and clothes is a form of art for yes. me versus something that makes me feel good about myself and you're a hard worker it's like yeah you work hard yeah you deserve those little luxuries yeah. and i acknowledge i work hard <laughs> question yes. okay what do you do you do wardrobe cleanouts no oh <laughs> no 
I ho- it's like what a do museum. You mean? It's a museum. Okay, look, I do clean <laughs> up like, stuff that is just like whatever, but I have pieces that I hold on to. So yes. it's stuff that is, you know, beautiful silks and like has value. Absolutely. Like I clean out like your basics and your jerseys. and. Sorry, I should have been more up. specific. Yes. Um, and then what do you do with that product? Oh. Donate, throw, depending? It depends. Yep. I will give it to my mum and whoever needs them first Perfect. and then I'll donate. Yeah, or throw, yes. depending on Mainly trash. because they're trashed. Mainly because <laughs> all the fake tan that you've just destroyed oh, or your oh, white garments I know. on. I have two spray tan machines for myself. Oh. I get Justin <laughs> to spray tan me. Oh, shout out to Justin. So, yeah, what a bad. But anyone would think if they're going to spray tan their naked girlfriend that it's going to be an amazing experience. No. no. It is not. No. Anyone who's been and had a spray tan, the most unsexy thing. It is. And it's like, no, you're doing it wrong. Yes. No, he's in trouble pretty much for yes. the majority of it. I have to apologise generally And then you can't touch upwards. me. Yeah. You can't touch me because I'm drying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I always dribble. Sorry? I dribble. I'm the biggest dribbler. Well, I don't know if I've got In a- general or when you fake tan? In general. What do you mean? I will get the giggles and forget to swallow. It's horrible. Justin will like tickle me and I like, oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> but I even checked for a straw. I don't know. But I can never, like, I find it so difficult to sleep. I've got so much energy yeah. at night yeah. that I find it quite difficult. As soon as I put a tan on, I'm asleep by 9.30. I'm dribbling. I'm dribbling on the side of my face. I'm just not sure I understand. <laughs> I'll have a white patch on my face for Are a Are you serious? Yeah. Have you had that looked into? <laughs> what, my dribbles? Yeah. Yeah, nah. 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 There's <laughs> a time not. I fell asleep on. You remember when oh, Virgin God, used to do <laughs> yeah. the leather seats? And it was back when we used to work yep. for like this really amazing clothing yep. brand, which Jess and I worked for. You worked yep. for like six years. Yeah. I worked for like eight and a half. Eight. Ridiculous. Amazing company. But yep. um, like we'd gone down for a conference. I had like the last flight, which was at like I think I flew back. Was this at, like, when nine... you were in Rocky, and we yeah. used to have to get on those trashy regional flights yeah. at stupid times. And it was like those leather seats. What? I fell asleep, but I had the entire aisle to myself. I like I just like laid down. My entire face from my eyebrow eyebrow <laughs> to my chin was wet. Lucky it was dimmed lighting because I was like, this is disgusting. My face smelled wow. Like, Dirty, like, oh, dirty mouth, saliva. Yeah, like that mascara is gone. Yeah. Wow. It was great. So attractive. I would love to know where that comes from. I don't know. Like, does your muscles? Just I'm a Pisces. It's water. Is it because I'm like? Hey, there you yeah. go. Love that connection. I think so. <laughs> so, do you know your star signs and moon signs? And yeah, I know bits and pieces. Um, and I'm always astounded. I'm an Aries, so yeah. Oh. I'm an Aries moon. So. so always astounded when I read stuff about myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. Do you that's know me. your sun? Nah. So your sun is Aries, obviously, and then your moon is like your no, I don't. Your inner personality. So no. your outer personality is Aries and then it's like your ego, essentially, and then your moon sign is your no. inner. Yeah. And, but oh, my God, then, I need to find out. Then you've got your rising sign. What do you mean? Yeah, so go look okay, up what are we doing? astro charts. and um, Like just astro charts? Astro charts. Yep. Now, when you'll have to put in like I think your, yeah, your date of birth, mm-hmm. the town you were oh, we born go. in, yep. and also your, um, I think it's like your time you are born or something. 
because okay. my uh, rising sign is Aries, and your Aries is like your your life, like what your life is. Yeah, for your entire life or All right, something. Here we go. Oh come on! Surely you know where this place is. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even give me an option to choose my. Where were you born? Hastings in oh, Victoria. Yes. yes, we do know that. Yeah, so pretty much, okay, it's like your ascending sign, which is your rising sign, is a zodiac sign that appears on the eastern horizon at the person's birth. And it's like the um, interaction, uh, intersection of the eastern horizon and and whatnot. Um, But yeah, it says like what what your life is about. Mine's Capricorn. Oh. So I'm a Pisces sun. Aries, Moon, and then a Capricorn rising. Wow. And how true do you stay to, um, like, for so for me, when you say you're an Aries Moon. Yes. And I'm an Aries, like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's why I feel this connection to you. Like, yeah. are you all, or do well, you feel like. Well, one of my best friends, Kobe, is, hey, yes. Kobe, shout out to Kobe. Hey, Kobe. <laughs> uh, she's an Aries, and maybe that's our connection, but Justin is a Virgo, his, okay. his sun sign, yep. one Pisces, so we're actually on the complete opposite, but our moon signs are the same. So our, so our wow. inner being are both the same as Aries, so yeah, it's really interesting. And that's so, like all mine. Yeah, okay, so. How ironic. Hang on. I don't think you've done this right. No, I did. So you're a Pisces? No. Well, yours is totally oh, wrong. Maybe oh. I put the wrong birthday in. Yeah, you did. Oh. <laughs> so you're, are you sub- saying that you should be the, hang on, your date of birth? Uh-huh. You, it's American. You've gone on the American one. So you. You just the, told me what to type in. So you, the 3rd of April, your birthday? Yeah, correct. Yeah, you've done like the opposite way around. Oh, beautiful. Oh, 3.30 a.m.? I'm like 12.37 a.m. Oh, morning babies. Do you get up early? No. Nah, I'm a Pisces. I sleep. Oh, I love my sleep. Early. Um, so, yeah, you're Aries, uh, Sun, Moon Signs, Libra. My mum's a Libra and Sun. Um, and you're rising. What is your rising? At this point, trash, because I can't even put my own birthday in. <laughs> so, you don't deserve a rising. <laughs> Pisces. Aww. So then, We're like the opposite. <laughs> Maybe that's why it works. Yeah, maybe. But okay, so when you were born, the moon was full moon. <gasps> you fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> Is that why maybe with full moons I'm out of control? I don't know. But Done. your entire okay, so you're missing any all your planets are not in Virgo, Leo, or Cancer. Wow. Yeah. So but so you're pretty much all the way so see your colours. But did you know that your is it your Chiron is your weakness, which is your Gemini, which is the same as mine? And and what does that mean for us? So that means in your last lifetime, that's the area where you need to grow in this lifetime, wow. essentially. I could be totally wrong with this, so don't get me wrong, oh. but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But, oh my God, if anyone wants to give us a rundown on what that oh, means. Oh, let us know. <laughs> because Tiana is word of truth in my eyes, so yeah. I've inscribed that on my <laughs> with my quill and parchment. I, I, I'm like with the, all of my, you know, fairy cards, angel cards. We were playing with my... Uh, oh, I was literally before. about to bring up the pen. No. Nah. Oh, no, my pendulum, no. I'm like my Merlinite. I just, no. I love it. Like, how much did that no. freak you out? No, I am so blown away with that experience. Yeah, but but I'm not I'm not frightened by the experience. Yeah, I am just blown away that the feelings I have, I feel, were represented through the answers I was given. Yeah, 
It's crazy. It's and, so crazy. And do you know what's a, a huge thing for me? is like I used to be – well, I am Christian in a way. Yeah. And I uh, – and that's where the balance of like I've been given this gift of oh, – <laughs> and I know yeah. we're drinking wine so I do mm. apologise. But, you know, I – all the while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very spiritual where yes. I can connect to a lot and, you know, I read emotions and I know things way before. They happen. They happen. It's crazy. And, you know, I've been reading cards for years and my crystals and, yep. you know, I've been told I've had an affinity to crystals and I know Jess and I were playing with crystals and just the feelings we get were completely different different and, and crazy yeah but it's something i struggled because i'm like okay i need to fit in i need to be christian i need to be this i need way. to conform exactly yes. and but i have this gift but i'm being told that it's not mm-hmm. pure it's not right it's, it's not relevant devil, it's yep. all of this stuff and i used to go to christian camps and i used to do like canoe camps down the mitchell Sorry? river for like a, yeah no they were really cool and it wasn't until okay so context yeah i used to go on these canoe camps where we went to this beautiful river in north queensland we would canoe down and camp every night at a different location it was truly incredible and then we went to cape kimberley a couple of times as well but have like these camps like oh my god they were absolutely amazing they were so open there was like people that were gay and lesbians and wow you know had these gifts but we were taught that it was the gifts of God, mm. but you had to choose light and, you know, we were given these things and to help and to nurture. And that's where I was like, okay, these gifts are okay. Mm-hmm. But still to this day, I still have people that say, no, that's not right. And still? Push back. Yeah, but they those are the people that are really true into their religion. Yeah, and, of course. And I struggle with the, I believe in God, but I feel find a lot of stories in the bible and stuff that i'm like hang on i don't believe in adam and eve i'm sorry i just don't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wouldn't we all be incestuous yes and why did they have belly buttons in all the pictures like it's just crazy it's just too much it's too much too much yeah and then then it's like i have these thoughts of hang on was religion created to conform human race and Mm -hmm. to control them and control women so it's Yeah, I'm so confused about religion still to this day. And I found for such a long time I was quite envious with religion. Mm -hmm. I found that I was envious by the idea that there was a group of people that were just so undeniably committed and passionate to something. And they belonged Belonged. to something. Perfect word. And it's more that we didn't quite fit or belong. Did not fit in or did not belong. At all. And I remember trying. Me too. Trying to be like, yes. Yes. I went to a, what was it called when I was like 12, like a Christian school. Yes. And just just tried, but nothing nothing felt natural. Yes. It was like, I'm just here because everyone else is here. All the other girls at school are here. Yeah. So I completely understand that concept that some of it just doesn't, Makes sense. But then some of it, it's like, are you holding on to that because of how vast the culture and quote unquote following is with it? Yes. Like, where do you draw the line between 
yeah. fiction and, yeah, you know. But, like, I still, you know, that's their beliefs and I respect that 100%. Absolutely. And, and that's something that I will never take away from them. And, you know, yep. they might have a gift that was sent from their god or whatever yep. and yep totally get that whatever religion you are yep. yes i respect that and i'm not going to take that away from you no. but don't take away my beliefs of what i believe so i guess if you were speaking to a higher power yes what do you believe in i believe like, i believe in god but a god my god yeah, and what is my your spirit. god so my god is a person that is forever giving i think that this is just a level in reality mm-hmm. and there's so many different levels oh. and beings and we keep being repeated over and over like we might even need this is just a human experience like yep. there's so many other things so that many. It's just overwhelming. Like but how in a can good this way? Be, yeah. 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 How can this just be? And I've been it. trying to tap into my spirit guides more and more and more. And I know my purpose. I know what yep. I need to do. And I get upset and cry, but in a good way because I know yep. what I need to do. Yeah. And I'm a pusher. I'm a hype girl. I'm going to make you do stuff. I want you to succeed. Yep. I want you to do stuff. Yep. And I know it's painful and I'm a pusher and I like to push Jess and I'm like, <laughs> you need to do this and you need to do that. Yep. And like, But you're not disrespectful no you're not discouraging you do it in a way that instills passion and light into people so you should be really proud of yourself yeah that you're aware of that Meanwhile, I'm like trying to get you the right lighting before this for Jess, so she can do her social Your media. Your skin needs to look this color. <laughs> I didn't say that. The wine needs to be this full. <laughs> Drink okay. more. I'm like her face needs to be a bit pinker because we have like this pink. Like you know when the like selfie lights are it's just it's too icy, it's too warm. It needs to be pink. Get <laughs> yourself an interior designer best friend. <laughs> She'll make the lights amazing. <laughs> It's about lighting. It's about lighting. But I think it's, yeah, life's so hard. So hard. And I think, you know, what serves you back when I was younger, and yes, religion fit with Mm -hmm. who I needed to be at that point in time, but who I am now is completely, and you need to be open and accepting that things change. What I love about you is when I look at you now is you are the exact same person, but you are so different. And I don't know if that makes sense. But you are just the person I knew yeah. 13 years ago. Yeah. But you're so different. Yeah. Like, I just don't know if that makes sense. But I think you should be just so – I'm just so honoured and proud Aww. that that exists. <laughs> yeah. Because you lose yourself along the way so much. Yeah. You lose your passions. You lose who you are yeah. through growth, through development, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. You can lose the past in a good way. Mm-hmm. But all the good things about you still yeah. exist yeah. in a different way. And I think like when you do come into your own and, you know, you could be younger, you could be 20, you could be 50, whatever that time is, you just have to be true to yourself. And that's Absolutely. one thing that I think my family has always instilled in me and I've been very lucky. So for yep. a very young age, I've known to be who I am at my core. I know when to, not to dull down, but to let other people have the limelight. Yep. But... You need to stay true to yourself and your beliefs and your values and create those boundaries. We were talking about boundaries boundaries. before this. And I think boundaries are really important. And, you know, you need to live a life where, you know, you surround yourself. And like Jess said, that people that add value to your Mm -hmm. life. And Mm -hmm. you also need to bring value to their life too. Absolutely. 
it's it's a process of creating a relationship that enriches both of you. Exactly. And it's okay if you're not getting that anymore yeah. to walk away. Yes. And I think that's what people struggle with. Yeah. Um, falling into a rut of, of people, of things, mm-hmm. and not knowing when it's okay to stop. Yes. Because you don't – how do you do that? Yeah. For example, say you've got a friend of 20 years mm-hmm. and it's just you're not on the same page. Yeah. How do you cut that relationship yeah. without hurting them and hurting yourself in the process? There's a fine balance. Mm-hmm. But I think being being aware and being able to acknowledge mm-hmm. that that's a change, exactly. that's the first step. Yeah. And people get frightened by that. Mm-hmm. But people need to know you can love from a distance. Absolutely. Like you can love from a distance, yep. but you need to serve and fill your cup first. Oh, 100%. I heard something the other day and I, I don't know if it was in, on Instagram or on Reels or something. Yeah. And I have not stopped thinking about it. And I actually thought about it the next time I went out. So it was something to the effect, I don't know who said it, my apologies. And I'm probably not saying it right, but it was like, when you sit at a table... Mm-hmm. So, so when you sit at a table and the waiter brings over glasses and a bottle of water, yeah, my natural instinct is to pick the water up mm-hmm. and pour everyone's glass and then my I own. I am exactly the same. Yeah. Always yourself. Like, yes. self-last. Yes. Yeah. And this person said, you always pour your glass first. Yes. And then you serve everyone else. Yes. And for some reason, I don't know why, yeah. that just really sat with me. And the next time I went to a restaurant, it was literally probably like a week later, yeah. I started pouring everyone's glasses first and it actually like popped into my yeah. head. And it was all about you, like how you said, fill your bucket. Yeah. Like why are you not pouring your drink first? Yeah. But then I think that's probably your love language because you give. So, you know, I think energy-wise, you got to fill your glass up full. You need to be... And if that fills my glass up, yes. serving others. Exactly, because, yeah. And I think it's the balance between exactly. am I doing it for me yes. or am I doing it for them? Yeah. And that can become so great. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I want to give Justin or my mum or my yep. family, whoever, the water first because I'd rather be without before they are. Agreed. Because I love them. Agreed. But they, I know these people would be the same in return because I know if they grab their glass, I'm going to be one of the first ones to get served there too. And do you ever, now that I've said that, when you go out, do you think you'll be conscious of who you're with and who does that? Oh, 100%. I started noticing it straight away. When I notice people that pull their glasses first, I'm like... You pull them up on it? (laughs) No, in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? Stop being so selfish, Sharon. Yeah, bloody Sharon. It's my water. <laughs> oh, hang on. I just have to say this, but people don't. What? Okay. I'm so stressed the with word the arms. Water. Do I say water? Water. It's like water. when I went overseas, people say that I say water. Really weird. No, you say water. Water. I think it's because. I, I mean, know. I mean, do we just say water? Water, like water, 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 water. And you're like water, water. <laughs> a waiter, bring me the water. water. <laughs> Is it because oh, you're from a fancy place in Australia? Now from Rocky Mount, <laughs> bring me the water. I'm from Gladstone originally, even though I live in Cairns. But is that because my family's Austrian and English? Because my mum says weird shit like that too. Like, can you think of something? Like she says, what do you mean, Sam? Instead of Sam, love that. Like that. Yes. Like, 
surely that has to be yeah. a family thing. Does and Chris say water? No. <laughs> and I don't know if that's because I'm close to my auntie and my nana and it's like water. I'm dying. And it wasn't until I went to like the States and I was in New York and I said, oh, can I please have a bottle of water? And they're like, what? And I'm like, water. And I pointed and they're like, <laughs> and this grown is like, ugh, water. A water. And I'm like, yes, I want a bottle of water. <laughs> like slammed it on me like on she's offended bitch like, <laughs> is offended i was just like i i just i've just, <laughs> just flown from australia well actually to, just give to, me my fucking water mate true i want to say that i was jet lagged i wasn't i'd been in la la a mm. few days i'd taken the red eye flight when i was hungover we'd been there i grab all the coins in my purse and i slam it on it i need water <laughs> Feed me the water. Not high energy at all. <laughs> like my, I was vibrating low that day, very low. <laughs> <laughs> I just have the best image of you slumping in with your bag. Water. <laughs> I just need some water. water. Sorry, do you mean water? <laughs> Shit. I just need my water. <laughs> Random off topic, or not off topic, but you mentioned travel. Yes. Place that you've travelled to that has changed your life. Hawaii. And that's why I and brought because, it up yeah, to yeah. And it's and I cried on my way home because I had a sense of feeling when I was there that I'd been there multiple times before. I'd lived there. I, I'm getting yeah. goosebumps even thinking about it. And it's like I was coming home. And when I got there, it was like I'd been there and I've lived and oh. I had never felt such a sense of peace on the big island, which is the biggest island, the only place that still has yeah. the active volcano. I think it's also known as the fire and ice because they have this huge mountain that gets like ice. Yeah, so like snow. Sorry, I'm about to burp. <laughs> Such a drunk Get it, girl. Uh, the mountain is so great. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm really mad. <laughs> okay, not a problem. But it's yeah, like you said, it's Ooh. ice. It snows on the mountain, and then the other side is this active volcano known All as right. fire and ice, and it's just like has such energy that it's. I can't explain Would you ever live it. there? Oh, 100%. I look at real estate there wow. all the time. And I say to Justin, I want to live in Hawaii. That blows my mind. Like, it's incredible. And we weren't even supposed to go to this island. We were supposed to be 10 days in, like, the main, I think it's Oahu, like, Waikiki. Yep. And then we were going to do five days in Maui. And we were like, hang on, why are we spending 10 yep. days in Waikiki? How about we split in half, five days in the big and island? And do some other stuff. And, oh, my God. I, I just incredible, incredible. The we went for this drive and went. To Is this, this where the home where you were exposed well, to homeless? That was in Waikiki. Okay, yeah. yeah. But the Big Island, it's the biggest island, but I think it might have one of the least population. Okay. No, it doesn't have the least because it's small islands. But it's big, and there's like a lot of population on one side, but there's so much that there's no one lives wow. on. But we went to this really small village and the kindness that just radiates is just oh next level wow. and just and I don't know, there's something about even like the um you know, the I can never say this right, but the Maldi or the Maori yep. uh yep. like culture and the dances yep. and the Hawaiian and the Tahitan that oh it's always God. resonated in my soul in a way that I can never explain. You don't have any ancestors or no, nothing, nothing relating nothing, to not that. Not in this lifetime anyway. I wonder if it's the simplicity and free spirit nature that know. you really reside but with. I think they're so tapped into spirituality Nerf and stuff and, yeah. that it, I think that's and it's just so much water 
Wow. And it's surrounded by water and it's just beautiful. Like I cannot explain it. It's stunning. It, it's like, yeah. What about you? Um, so in 2019, um, I was in Thailand. Oh, and I love Thailand too. Wanted to, I wanted to do the standard Australian Thailand trash. Yeah, the Phuket, like the villa. like Going to like Batong, going Bangalore yeah, Road. Let's chat, go to Tiger yes, Bar. Let's have yeah, shots. Let's do yes, the last ping pong like, shows. Yeah. Yeah. I was very blessed at the time that the person I was seeing's dad actually – was in a village in Thailand. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to get to this village, you have to fly um, from Bangkok to Ubon Ratchatani and then you have to drive hours to the village. Yeah. Now, I was completely blindsided by this experience, which is why I think it resonates so much with and me. for anyone that hasn't been to Thailand, like when you drive between like airports to even like, like to Patong, yes. like it, there is yep. jungle and it's can be scary and so it's like scary. and it's just so different so different so scary and they live in such a different way to western culture that it's <sighs> like you can't explain unless can't you can't explain so matt's dad was in this village mm-hmm. um we're driving and we're getting like you said further and further away from civilization trees forest i'm like here we go mm-hmm. what's gonna happen to me yeah and we get to this village and it's – you can walk around the village within, I reckon, 10 minutes. Yeah. There's I, – I would say you would call them houses, mm-hmm. but they're not huts, but they're basic. You've mm-hmm. got the four stumps, yeah. some concrete and a roof. Yes. And I could not get over the simplicity in yes. living. Yes. And how happy everyone was. Yeah. And when I got there, the um, – Matt's dad's partner, who's Thai and yes. has grown up in this village, yeah. wanted to take me around and show me things. And she took me to this house where a woman had just had, pardon me, her baby. Yes. Oh, my God. So we walk into this room. Yes. This n- new mother mm-hmm. is lying on a slab of concrete under mm-hmm. a roaring fire. Yes. So already Thailand's like... 40, 45 oh, degrees. And it's hot. And it's when it, hot. It's like cans on steroids. Like cans is hot where you you know yes. you could have like 100% humidity, but it's like Like the layer of degrees. the skin's dripping. Yeah. Like the skin's coming off. Like yes, it's hot. It's hot. So with the fire, it was over 100 degrees and the mothers have to lay there for 14 days. Can't see their baby. And all they can do is drink this tea and stay because it cleanses them. And to start with, I was like... That's horrific. Yeah. I actually, I'm an idiot. When you say 100 degrees, I'm like, isn't that like... Like she's dying. Like I was dying. Like I was dying. I'm pretty sure... Like we're going to die. 100 degrees is boiling point for water. Maybe don't quote me (laughs) 100 degrees. But but I'm saying I've got like photos, a roaring fire. Yeah. I actually asked this poor girl, like I'm an idiot. I'm like, are you okay? She can't speak English. Yeah. She's like, I'm fine. Yeah. And then I thought... You see 90-year-old women in the fields yeah, still working and they're fine. Like maybe they've tapped into something that yeah. we just aren't aware of. Yeah. Um, and then Matt's dad, he owns a rice farm, a rubber farm and a palm tree farm. Okay. And we went to all these farms yeah, and they like grow this rice and they make enough to sell to yeah. get them through the year. Yeah. And they are so happy. Yeah. And, like, people are walking their cows in the morning. Like, yeah. they would walk – the dogs are, like yeah. – I was so – because I'm so passionate about dogs. I was yeah. so worried I was going to oh. see 
These dogs are so happy. They're outside. They're going to their friends. They got rice on tap. And I literally actually have footage where Matt started filming and I just said, I have just been exposed to another part of the world where they are living to us Mm -hmm. on bare necessities. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. And I've never seen more happy people. I saw yeah. really skinny cows yeah. and I started getting upset. And yeah. then I thought, and this is in the video as well, I thought, you know what, maybe I've just been conditioned yeah. to think the cows that I see in Australia are normal. Yeah. But maybe this is normal. Maybe they aren't supposed to be these big fat yeah, like maybe seeing a bit of bone is but okay. Are they just plumped up in Australia because we use it for cattle and for exactly. food where they need to be as fat because they where these are lawnmowers, yeah. <laughs> like they're mowing they the pull lawns. Things. And yeah. the school, the school had like it was like a um, oh, people who aren't from Queensland probably don't know what like a Queenslander house is, yes. but it's like a Queenslander, yes, spray painted with like bless them, but like shitty Spider-Mans and Batmans that aren't real. Yes. And the kids are like obsessed with these paintings. And I was like, you bring a child here and they'd be like, where's my iPad? Yes. Exactly. And so that to me, I came back from that trip a completely different person. Yeah. And just so, I've always felt like I've been grateful. Yes. But that to me just Mm -hmm. blew my mind. Yeah. And the kindness, like even like the kindness of the people that are in Thailand and the generosity. I know. And like you have to steer away from that really typical like Australian holiday where you go over there and you just tap in. And it's almost like we take, 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 take from them, but we don't take. And it's hard because it's like. Like, don't get me wrong. I've worked hard. I want to go to my little villa and I want my cocktail. Yeah. But I also know that I've paid nothing for this cocktail and I can give you something and to be grateful for what you're doing for me. I went to Thailand with my mum. Yeah. And, you know, we were like bartering over cab price mm. and then we were like, no, we can get cheap, whatever. Then we realised this cab's six fucking dollars. Six we're going, dollars. We're going like 30 to 40 minutes away. Why? Nothing. We're like, whatever. And that's sometimes you've got to think. It's like, hang on. We're bartering on these people's yep. livelihoods where it's nothing to us. Like, how good is it, though, that you acknowledge that? Yeah, exactly. It's when you acknowledge it. Exactly. It's when you're not aware that there's a potential issue of you not valuing the different aspects of life. And yes. if you choose to not want to look yeah. at that, that's you do you. Yes. But for me, I just find when you actually stop and acknowledge yeah. that, like yeah. you did, yeah. you actually go, that that's fine. I know. Like one of the, when we were in Bali, we were doing some water sports. Yeah. And we knew they were like hustling a little bit. They were like, oh, like we'll get it to work better for like this much, this much extra. Yeah. And Matt was like, we'll give them more than that. Like yeah. what is $15 yeah. Australian to us? Yes. But some people probably be like, no, like I didn't pay for, like I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So for us, and that's just our, our way of living, yeah. right? Exactly. Wild. But then it's like people are, like have value in things that, you know, I don't know, like mm. material things. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's okay too, like whatever yeah. floats your boat or whatever. But yeah. it's like, you know, you hold so much value of like what car you drive, you know, you've got the latest iPhone, iPad, yep. laptop, whatever. Yep. And it's like, well, hang on, those things at the end of the day aren't the really things that matter. And it's... And it's, it's okay if it matters to some people, but yeah. that means that's... They're not the people you're going to associate with. Exactly. Because and you're like, on the same. And like yep. you said, it's being and surrounding yep. yourself with the people at the same level yep. of energy. 
you're going to buy that silk dress if yeah. you want it. But I think that that's a really weird way to think because it's like, well, hang on, that latest car or phone or whatever, it's not going to give you happiness at the end of the day. No. They're false. They're not real. They're faux. It's a perception of exactly. what happiness could be. Exactly. And you might feel happiness from it when you get it. Exactly. But what value is that bringing? And that's where I think the evaluation of your life in terms of value and worth really comes into effect. Definitely. And I think we touched on it where, you know, sometimes if you're feeling stuck or mm. uncertain or like you don't belong – it pays to have a life detox. Oh, and 100%. Can, and you can do that through yeah. the simple act of evaluating value in your life. Oh, definitely. Who are your friends? Who's your family? What's your career? Yeah. And what are we going to do to instill? Exactly. And do you know what? When you start on that journey, and it can even be through social media and stuff, like when you start yep. following certain people it just brings more people in your life and you know I've got a friend that was from Rocky I'm just trying to bring it up now Mm. and you know she's been a travel agent for years and you know she's an incredible human being and she owns a business it's called um mind body vibe I know she's doing like this like wellness retreats and stuff incredible hearing I've just got to show you but they're going to like Heron Island like Like, incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, I think it's, like, $800 or $900, but that's, like, a couple of days accommodation. But you learn so much, like, your journaling and that sort of stuff. And, like, I'm just, like, even just to see those pictures and what you post, I'm, like, I am going to do it at some point. But it just brings brings something to you. Motivation, determination. Exactly. And that's what's important. Uh, a really good friend of mine um, in Melbourne and I, we're actually going to, we're flying into Hamilton Island and doing Airly Beach. Oh. And so we went with the whole like villa, Airbnb yes. experience. Yeah. But the point isn't about that. It's yeah. about surrounding ourselves with beauty exactly. and really touching into where we are in our lives. Yeah. Like we have no plans, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. So when you speak to things like materialistic things and all of that, that's all well and good, but there's things like these experiences that you can have exactly. that just fill your bucket. Exactly. Fill your soul. Yeah. Make you go back to basics. Incredible. And and like we were saying, like, you know, you want to buy the dress, not a problem. I, w- I want the villa in Ellie Beach, not a problem. Yeah. But what are you getting from that? If you're getting an experience mm-hmm. and it's bringing value to you, why would you not? Exactly. It's when the things that you're purchasing or you're doing aren't bringing value or experience or you're only doing it for one sole purpose mm-hmm. that it loses its value. Exactly. If I'm only making dinner so I can take a photo and put it on Instagram and that brings no value to me or to the people in my life, like why am I doing that? But if I'm getting an experience from what I'm doing and I thrive off of this and this brings happiness to me. Yeah. Even that, like cooking something, like you'll notice I'm mm-hmm. always posting food stuff. Yeah. Like why are you setting up your pasta? I love your to pasta. To take a photo. No, I saw that at like 11 o'clock at night mm. and I'm like, I want fucking pasta. But I live by myself and people go, people are always just like, but like why are you setting it up so pretty? Like, and I was like, because I thrive yeah, off of beauty. Exactly. The beauty in food and exactly. smells and textures. And if me pouring garlic out of like my little ceramic uh, rather than a jar, exactly. 
And it's just those simple, simple things, right? Exactly. It's like the crystals that I have beside my bed or the crystals that I on have desk. on my desk. Yes. So Jess has seen my work desk. The desk I, is amazing. I work at ID Living here in Cairns, mm. so check them out. Um, their web address, I guess, is www.id. Yeah, are you sure? You're yes. very unsure. <laughs> no, I'm like id-living.com.au. Hyphen is in a hyphenated last name, a, like a little dash. Incredible company where we're surrounded by beauty, Stunning. obviously. Um, and it's the same. It's the scents. It's the smells. It's, you know, you walk into, like I've been into hotels in Vegas where you walk past and it's the scent of coconut. Of course yep. I'm going to walk in there. Yep. Did I play the What pokies? is in there? <laughs> no, I didn't. Did I you put my two dollars and get I my d- eighty in return? I did it. I did it. <laughs> I can so imagine coconut, coconut. Not a problem. But in, in saying that, you go to the M and M stores, and it's an experience. Like you have this beautiful colors. You smell the coconut, whatever. Yep. But you go to the beach, which is completely free. <sighs> And you smell the beautiful ocean, the breeze, yep. everything. It's about sense, whether it's free or costs money. Yep. It's it's about that experience. I have literally just moved out Bayside yep. in Melbourne to the mm-hmm. beach oh, nice. and opening my back door in the morning yep. and smelling the salt air. It's Oh, how lucky am I? I don't know how people can live in like landlocked states over like overseas and I need the ocean. I need Wild. to be near the what ocean. What a baby. Yeah. Pisces. <laughs> So if you could say anything to your 20-year-old self, what would God. you say? And I know, and I get asked this and I'm like, there's so much I want to say. that. It's oh, it's overwhelming. Um, all right, let's be cl- start with cliche. It's going to be okay. Yes. I remember 20-year-old me just thinking that I needed to know everything. Yes. And because that was the phase of my life where I was conforming, mm-hmm. where's the boyfriend, where's the house? Yes. All of that. And settling. It was a constant stream of settle. Career, relationships, friendships, everything. So I would tell her it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I would tell her that when you feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. it means you're growing. Mm -hmm. And you need to embrace that uncomfortable feeling because change is coming. Awesome. Yeah. You? Like, where do I... No, me, don't ask me. Let me get out my pad. Hang on a second. That's a very simple... Okay. Let's be very simple. Well, for me, I guess it's... Because I remember 20-year-old Tiana. Oh, she was a wild, wild I thing. remember that, Senorita. That <laughs> wool shed. Anyone to shout out to the wool shed? Well, I, I think that at the end of the day is you have to be true to yourself. Set the boundaries around the people that don't serve you yeah. and be brave. You know, you're only going to regret the things that you didn't do versus, you know, the things you do, you're like, oh, yeah, fucked up. But I don't regret anything that I've done because I wouldn't be in the place that I am today. But, yeah, I just – be brave. I love that. Love the bravery. But I cannot stress be kind. Just be kind because to be kind to someone, even that's a shit fucking person who's the C-U-N-T, I'm not going to say that because – Drop it. Yeah. You say it so well. (laughs) Even if you are kind to a cunt, <laughs> Jess almost spat <laughs> her water everywhere. It doesn't. It doesn't take away from you. No, you know. And I think putting that energy out have there boundaries. To be, exactly, have boundaries with them, but, but be kind. Correct, because that Agreed. speaks volumes on who you are as a person. Yeah. and it doesn't take anything away from being you. Anything. Anything. 
So, Jess, give us your handles on Instagram. Where can we follow you? Oh, my God. Um, so, Instagram is at Jessica underscore underscore two because apparently it wasn't good enough for one, <laughs> Elaine. Um, and, yeah, obviously everyone's welcome to follow me and my journey. And, um, yeah, I'm in the process of having my writing published, hopefully, fingers crossed. It will, it will. Um, and, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I've had the best you. time. Oh, I'm my so God. Glad. And, you know, I'm going to get Jess to write a blog. She doesn't know this, but I'll get her to write a little <laughs> blog. blog. And on my, uh, yeah, on my website, which will be there, and I'll share oh, all mate. the details on our social media. But thank you so, so nice, much, Jess, darling. for being with us. Thank you for having we me. love you.